so paranoid. Don't be so paranoid. Don't be so. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Jew, here with my uh, best friend, Ed. How you doing? Good, man. I'm good. We're here with the TP, man, episode 38, right? I think it's 38. Uh, episode 30. It's 38? Yeah, it's 38. Okay. 38. So this should be a special for some, one. For some reason, I thought it was 37. I feel like we said 37 last week. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that Time moving. Yeah, man. it's moving. It's moving. Take that for us, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it's 38, bro. Uh, but, okay. Dang, that's crazy. You know, why do you look No, it's, up? it's 37. It's 37. Okay, so 30. you're in the future, man, like always. Uh, Got to be. Step ahead. Bye well, man. this is a Transferable Experience podcast, episode 37. Remember to do all the things on all the things. Uh-huh. I was thinking, man, like, when that song was playing, I was like, you know, Again, I'm not even a fan of him like that, but I got to give him credit, like, in the same vein of Kanye West, where he, like, reinvent himself each album. Okay. I feel that Tyler, the creator, do that, man. It's like every album he got, even, yeah. like, a different aesthetic. Like, yep, yep, yep. Because Flower, no, Igor, he had, like, the blonde, the blonde wig, wig and the suits going. But even, like, Cherry Bomb, he was wearing the little shirts all the time. Yeah, it's like each time mm-hmm. is different, and now he, like, polished he wearing uh, the little the little yeah and he carrying briefcase, briefcase everywhere and like budapest like, like the grand budapest hotel yeah it's like every the concierge yeah that's yeah. also it's like every album he like reinvent mm-hmm. himself in a sense that's one thing i gotta say i i there is something to say about artists that you know there's artists where you like you got your artists where you don't want them to stray from what they are like mm-hmm. young boy don't gotta like Stretch, yeah. stretch his artistic muscle yeah. on anything. Mm-hmm. He can keep singing about the same thing, and people are gonna love him. Yeah, but there's something to say about the artists, artists, the artists that can like have you on your toes when they say that they're working on something, mm-hmm. and you just like, man, what is it gonna be this time? Like, yeah, you'll never guess. Yeah, and I only ever felt that about Kanye West and Polly mm-hmm. Tyler. Yeah, and maybe I don't know. That might have been it. To yeah. be honest with like, you, they, like it's every album. And like I say, and I'm not case, even. Case, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not even the the biggest you know Todd Creator fan. I'm very casually just listening, you know. So, but I can acknowledge that you know that I will say that uh, Igor probably I, I listened to Igor the earliest out of all his albums because I did like Wolf, but I didn't listen to Wolf when he came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also not a music podcast, but um, 
when Igor came out, like I was on that first day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I liked it off the bat. Like Wolf, I had to kind of go back and like revisit yeah, I it. See, so, like, I've never. I think the first full length project <laughs> I listened to by Todd the Creator was Igor. Yeah, and that's why I say other stuff. I just caught being around. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna download it, but yeah. Anyway, I was just saying that to say why that was planned. But you know, how how was your week, man? Week was a uh, week, man. So my week has been interesting, man. It's been an interesting internal struggle for me. Um, so I just back it all the way up. So we, my birthday was Wednesday. You know what I mean? Uh, your boy turned 28. Two eight. Two eight. That's a big number. That's yeah. a big number just to write down because eight is a fat number. Mm-hmm. Two is like a pretty big number. You can freak a two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'll it, fill the space. That yeah, I'm about to say that 28 will fill the space. Exactly. Um, so I originally had the fishing trip plan that we was all uh, pretty gung-ho about. Mm-hmm. Um so I drive home, back home to Orange, you know, uh, that's about a five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour drive for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I be I got there in five, though. I don't know. I was, I was we had talked about it. That, yeah, I'm going to say, because, yeah, we, we both went to Orange for different reasons, but, like, mm-hmm. that drive last time, like, I felt every yeah. minute of it, it was definitely five hours, but it was a, it was the quickest five hours. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, I don't know what I do on long drives. I guess I'd I be zoned out, bro. I'd yeah. be zoned out. I'd be like going like 90, 95, not even mm-hmm. realizing it. I'm thinking about some other stuff. But anyway, got there, uh, and it was good. Friday was good. You know, the whole reason for me going down there was for my fishing trip. Mm-hmm. So um, Friday comes, and if and if you know me, you know, I usually like go hang out with my family. We end up usually drinking a lot and, you know, messing around, making some moves around the town. Uh, I was being responsible. I kept that to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I went out. Don't don't get me wrong. I went out. Yeah. I just went buying shots. I wasn't just taking shots. Yeah, I'm going to say I was with you Friday. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was an easy night Friday. Yeah, it hey, wasn't too hey. much going on. And I still took like four shots. And that's yeah. an easy night. It was an easy night. That, that's easy it night. wasn't an aggressive pace. No, it wasn't. Because we went to a few places. Yeah, and, it was just, it was yeah. like a laid back. Wasn't yeah. nobody really pushing for nothing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be on my best behavior because I got something I got something planned tomorrow. And then like, I don't want to mess that up. Yeah. You know? So anyway, night go on, <laughs> craziness happen. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Saturday comes around, and it's feeling and it's feeling good. Keep in mind, Friday, everybody that was going on the trip, I saw them. I saw mm-hmm. everybody that was going on the trip. Um, everybody seemed pretty excited about it. They were they was uh, everybody kind of had the same mentality. Like, man, I'm about to go to sleep early because I ain't trying to be messed up. Yeah. Uh, even my cousin Jazz, who was in there, he was like, "Bro, let's go, man. We can't get too sloppy because we're gonna be on the boat tomorrow." Yeah. I was like, "Bet hungover on the boat is not what no, you no, be. no hungover period, but on the boat." Mm-hmm. He was telling he like, "Bro, you just like never stop throwing up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You just always be throwing up." Mm-hmm. Um, didn't want that. So Saturday came. I got up early. Let me tell you about Saturday morning. I got up early. I woke up at like six thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to be in Galveston at one, and mm-hmm. if you know, if you're from where we're from, you know that's like a two-hour drive for us. So we had to be gone by like ten, mm-hmm. including. Well, we didn't go to Fairway. We went forty-five. We went around. We yeah. went around. We went around. But anyway, uh, I woke up that morning. Uh, I went and got like some. I went and got the coolest, sprayed the coolest down, cleaned mm-hmm. them out. Uh, I was up early, took my shower. A uh, nice little pace of the day. If I drank coffee, I would have drank a cup of coffee because it just—it mm-hmm. was a nice morning. Yeah, it felt like the morning of a field trip. You remember how the morning, yeah. uh-huh. the the mornings of field trips, it just the air was different. It was the air it was a different energy. It was a different type of air. Yeah, on the morning of a field trip, and that's what it felt like because mm-hmm. it was like dew still on the grass, like you know I. It, Went too many people moving around because it's a Saturday morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Went to a donut shop, uh, passed by my grandma's house, grabbed a cooler. You know, I woke everybody up. Mm-hmm. I went to make sure my cousin was up. Went to make sure our friend was up, my friend, my homeboy, he was up. So anyway, we get it all together. 
Then we head out there. And it was a nice trip down there. You know, we was driving, went too much traffic, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. We uh, we don't take the ferry where we go around. It's like, well, that'd just be easier. Yeah. Because that ferry line can be ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. You know? Get straight to it. Know how long it's going to take. Yeah, yeah, because that ferry, Jesus. Sometimes yeah. it'd be like empty, skimpy. Sometimes it'd be like, you've been that mother for like an hour before you get on the ferry. Yeah, never mm-hmm. can predict it. Yeah, you okay. can't. So anyway, we got there. Uh, we get to the fishing, the fishing, uh, the fishing dock where the boat was. It's a charter fishing trip mm-hmm. for anybody that was just jumping in. <clears throat> um, the dude sent me a link to pay for the rest of the trip because I paid the deposit. Mm-hmm. He sent me the link and I couldn't get it to like it couldn't get it to load. Like mm-hmm. I was like I was trying to get it to load so bad and like I'm a person. I know how it is when you do stuff. Kind of running business. You want you people want to get paid. You know, yeah. people, and, and I believe in I believe in like people deserve their money. He deserves his money. Yeah, he yeah. got he doing his service. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, I talked to him like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, man, but like the link you see me isn't loading. Like, and I don't want us to like push the trip back or nothing like that." And he was like a, <laughs> he was I guess you call him a sailor. I guess mm-hmm. whatever a sailor looks like in your mind looks like in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, he had on Crocs. Mm-hmm. Definitely had on some Crocs. If were not they in him, sport mode. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. But anyways, uh, he's like, "Don't worry about it, man." He's like, "Don't worry about it, man. You can just jump on, uh, just get it done whenever, right?" So we jump mm-hmm. on the boat. Boom! We take off. I'm excited. We got like our we got our drinks. We got like snacks. We got everything. Feeling mm-hmm. good, like. Uh, and we was driving, it was cool. And like, I ain't gonna lie, when it was nice, but then he really put that thing in sport and mm-hmm. it really dug into the water. Yeah. We was we was going. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here we go. We going, yeah. you know. Ironically, at the same time, the link starts working. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but hey, you know, I'm literally typing in my stuff and I look up. And I see, like, we in the back of the boat, of course. And I just saw, like, some black smoke come out the exhaust pipe. Mm-hmm. Now, in my head, I'm like, that's some black smoke, man. That, that smoke was really, really freaking black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, like, a big cloud of smoke. It mm-hmm. was just, like, it trailed out of the exhaust. Mm-hmm. But I saw it in contrast with the white water. So it made it kind of make it look a little darker than it probably was. Mm-hmm. And I remember tapping Miko, and I'm like, Miko, that's some, I like that's some black smoke, cuz. And he's like, yeah, huh? And I was just like, yeah. But I was like, hey, I don't, I ain't a mechanic. I don't claim to be. Yeah. I just know when, you know, you see mm-hmm. that, you be like, man, come on, bro. That's yeah, black smoke. Yeah, it's a cause for pause yeah. or nothing else. Like, yeah, huh. it, it, it's a mental note if uh-huh. nothing else. It's like, man, that's some black smoke. Yeah. Don't nothing supposed to just emit black smoke. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Show sure enough, like 10 minutes after that, the deckhand come jumping down. And he started like finagling with stuff on the boat, lifting stuff up, going in the cabin, yelling back to the captain. I'm like, oh, shit. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. But then again, I let people do their job. So I did. I went like, what was going on? I was yeah. just like, let people do their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he climbs back up the uh, the boat, talking to the captain. This is what the captain asked me. And then this is one of the questions where you know it's like, oh, sh-. you know. He said, hey, man, <laughs> has your payment went through? And I was like, nah. He was like, good. And I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. But to make a long story short, one of the motors on the boat blew out. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had to, like, ride the boat back into the dock, which took a little while. That might have took about 45 minutes just Cause it was only on one motor, so you really couldn't crank it like you oh, wanted to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so it was good. Y'all just went. Y'all wasn't too far out. We wasn't too far. Out. Really been bad. Yeah. To be honest, he was like, we can go, but like, I just don't think it's smart to go out there on one motor. Cause if that go out, oh, then we yeah. just stuck out there. You yeah, know. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he I ain't gonna lie. He he did err on the side of caution, which is okay. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Which is what you should do if you're responsible for people's life and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we went back to the boat, to the dock, and just all in all, the fishing trip did not go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, like, 
I had a boat full of people that fish. Nobody bought their poles. Because mm-hmm. the day before, we was asking each other, like, you going to bring your pole? He's like, nah, bro. We paid the money, man. We're going to use their stuff. Like, That's fair. Why would I bring my stuff? Yeah. We can, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so no no poles. Couldn't even go fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically were just in Galveston. It basically was just a trip to Galveston, to be honest with you. It was basically just a trip to Galveston. Uh, we got something to eat after that, but then we just came home and watched the fight. Now, what bothered me, I was I was pretty pissed. And it's only because of this reason. It's like I did everything right in my, on my part. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we got everybody to get their fishes licensed. Everybody like went to sleep early the day day before. Like mm-hmm. I double triple checked the account. Like money was set to the side for this. Um, we got there on time. We found it parking. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All for that to happen. It was just like a big letdown. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how my week started. So I was pretty uh, disappointed from that point. Pretty much. Throughout the whole week. It was just a bummer of a week. Mm-hmm. So that happened. This don't got nothing to do with it, but Deontay Wilder lost. <laughs> it's just like. This. It didn't add to the day. Huh? It didn't add to the day. It <laughs> didn't add to the day. But I was so bummed out about the fishing trip, I couldn't even get into the fight. Like, mm-hmm. if he would have worn, I would have just been like, cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been like jumping up. I would have just been like, all right, bet. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, then so I'm like, all right, cool, but I guess I just uh chill here. I mean, nothing else I saw my people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the first day is sting, then the second day is like, well, at least I didn't spend that money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's coming back to me. So mm-hmm. with the deposit. So I was like, all right, well, I just kick it with my girl whenever I get back to Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I come home Monday, find out that she tested positive for COVID. Golly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there goes my actual birthday plans on Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. she got the quarantine and like, to be honest, I didn't plan it for my birthday. I was just going to do whatever she, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. most times I have something set up, but I was like, oh, I got a girlfriend. Like, she, yeah. she's going to do that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and yeah, so she, she's, she's quarantined, currently quarantined, get well soon, baby. But, uh, yeah, bro. It 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 just wasn't my week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ironically, it was not my week. So like yeah, my week has been pretty uh not to curse, but my week has been pretty uh downtrodden. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Been a pretty low energy week for me. I just didn't want to do nothing and like I know we was talking about this the other day. I was like, instead of me trying to like force myself to do something, I just like took my hands off of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes in life you got to do that. Just like, mm-hmm. just take your hands off of it. I just say sometimes you got to drive 70 miles an hour <laughs> and just take your hands off the wheel. I guess so. I guess so. And hope, <laughs> and, and hope, and just hope you get to your destination. I forgot who said that. Somebody said that, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I mean, but nah, you know, in those situations too, it can be a point where you now you're trying to force stuff. And yeah, now it's like it can get weird and strange, and then if that don't go right, then it's like, well, I could have just left it alone, but I I've tried to force to force mm-hmm, it. You know? mm-hmm. Sometimes the worst thing you can do is force it. Yeah, I mean. And like it was, it was a. Cause I'm a type of person, right? And we talked about this in, in previous episodes. I'm not just a materialistic person like that. So like, there isn't much things that I can do. I'm not a. T- I gotta for me. I gotta feel what I feel, and I gotta feel it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it take me a day to get over it, it just takes a day. If it take me a week to get over it. It just takes me a week, but I'm not gonna run from a feeling, or try to, or try to put a band aid on a feeling with something else. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna go out to the club on my birthday just because my girl is quarantined to try to make myself feel happy. It's yeah. just gonna be a horrible time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just gotta feel it out. Like my girl asked me the other day, she's like, "You still mad about your birthday?" I was like, "Yeah, I am." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it just take it. 
some people might think that's funny or some people might think that that's weak, but that's just my process. Mm-hmm. Just with this personally, you know what I mean? Isn't It isn't always like this, but this is something that I was really looking forward to doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Ironically, we were just talking about expectations, you know what I'm saying? And I was thinking about that episode the whole time. I was like, well, damn, there I was. Yeah. Making an expectation. Mm-hmm. Got disappointed, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't do it often, but I just like, I just thought it was a good idea. It was something different for my birthday. Yeah. It was it was a good mix of like intimate time with people I mess with, but we still doing like a public thing. Mm-hmm. So it ain't really like you can just get off into your Plus, own zone. Yeah, I'm saying it's a new hmm. adventure, something you never did before. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, and then we keep and then we could have kept the fish and did the fish fry the mm-hmm. next day. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> but yeah, so that was my week. My week was uh, just like that. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a roller coaster. It was just like a low point, and then it was just like autopilot for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And it, I wasn't really productive at all. Not work wise, not personally. I just really just took my hands off every wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every wheel, every wheel. I took my hands yeah. off. But that was me, though. You know, how was your week, man? My week was. It, it was. Kind of getting back to normal. I know I didn't really touch on it last week because it was a little too fresh. But uh, yeah, meanwhile, yeah, yeah. I was say yeah, my my grandmother <laughs> had passed away. Sorry about that, man. Uh, last week, and uh, kind of like what you said, where you were saying how like you just gotta feel what you feel and how long it take it take. Yeah, that's how it was. I didn't try to like because mm-hmm. it was kind of unexpected, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I didn't try to like just yeah. go like you know just say oh I'm straight or just act yeah heartless or cause like hey man that's my grandmother like yeah come on bro like you know that's mm-hmm. I grew up with this woman I knew her all my life yeah and she played a major role in my life man right, and right 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 she you know it was yeah so it wasn't like something i could just like brush over it's like i just had to feel what i was gonna feel and like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what i did kind of do though i was kind of like i didn't want to like i didn't have it in me to like force or like conversation with people like yeah if you could talk if you wanted to talk we could talk but i I didn't have it in me to like you know like Mm -hmm. just Mm-hmm. make conversation with people like if it wasn't like just a natural flow it's like I was just kind of okay and mm-hmm. I don't know I think what helped me too man is cause like with the day I found out it it was it was rough the first day cause like I happened to be in class oh man uh, at work and not only was I in a class but it was a class that like dang near my entire job had to take yeah yeah and i was at the very front oh and it was like i was trying like to not yeah think about it yeah so i wouldn't be crying hysterically and it was like i couldn't really leave because it was really something i needed to do for work Mm -hmm. so it was like yeah it was like i was trying to like not think about it and Mm -hmm. stuff but i'd be like (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a lot so I, it was so it was so draining that day that i took the next day off and i think that was the greatest thing i did for myself was like i just just give myself grace and time and i just man. chilled man i didn't really do nothing crazy I, I wasn't just sobbing or anything the whole time but like i just yeah just to not have to work i couldn't think about the the day-to-day mm-hmm. that day so i just chilled mm-hmm. did some stuff i like to do and mm-hmm. relaxed and then i was fine but I knew too it was like, okay, this is just you. Only you thinking about this in your environment. So it's right. gonna be different when you gotta be around your family. Right, right. They got their own different processes and right. now that's the all that's like what the whole mm-hmm. everything is based around. Right, right. Because right. with me, like I said, it was me by myself, so it was different. I could you know You can compartmentalize. Or just like, you know, if I don't think about it, it won't just come up unless it's me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, we had went down. Yeah. And uh, Friday, I kind of just stopped by because uh, everyone was at my, my grandmother's house. And mm-hmm. you know how black people do. It's yeah. just like, you it, just be there. You just be there. Yeah, I like, just be kicking it. But yeah, it just be like, it be all, yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's like, yeah, y'all, everybody there just kicking it. It's not. 
It ain't like no. Like push. you honestly wouldn't know what was going on if you just drove by. You just think, oh, this look like a gathering. Yeah. Because it's the it's the same stuff that you would normally do. Yeah, I mean, if somebody if somebody was there, like, what y'all did over there? Just just, just was kicking. We just over you know? there. Yeah, and you know, like with black people, man. You, I think it's customary to, you know, everybody mm-hmm. gonna bring you food and Yeah. We dropped off. We bought y'all yeah. some sodas and, and stuff yeah, like man, that. Appreciate that. Oh, uh, no problem, no problem. And then yeah, man, you know, it's hella chicken. Oh yeah, hella chicken. Hella chicken <laughs> and stuff. Was it different types of chicken? Was it like KFC pop? Man, somebody stuff? bought a hundred piece over there. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't know where they got that from. I was like, bro, that's an aggressive amount of chicken. You gonna order that? You could just yeah, pull up and order it. I think they got it from like Market Basket or something. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's a wild thing, man. Can you imagine if a you just pieces? was you was about on your way out and somebody let me get a hundred piece, hundred, just to have to count that out. That's, bro. That's all our fires. <laughs> so you look up to the same like, okay. I'm like, do we even have a hundred? Bro, it depends on the time of the day you ask for something like that. I might just say we don't have it. But anywho, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get back to it. Uh, yeah, so that was Friday. Then the the, the funeral was Saturday, man, and mm-hmm. um, we get there and like I instantly find out like they didn't tell us any. None of us knew that like all the older grandsons of Paul Bear. I knew it. I knew it. Didn't know the entire time. I knew it. No one told us anything. <laughs> I do. I'm talking about we like right at the door and they say, hey, y'all gonna be Paul Bear. Like, oh, oh okay. Gloves and they tell me uh-huh. I do this and this. Uh-huh. And it was so weird because it was like all the family sat on one side but as the Paul Bears we had to sit on the other side mm-hmm. in the very front. Yep, yep, yep. And I don't know if that was I don't know, man. I feel like God just be doing stuff sometimes because it was like All right. how it was set up. It was like I wasn't next to my brother. I was just by like my other cousins. They was on the other side of me. So it was kind of like I just mm-hmm. I had my own like very personal experience of the funeral. Like I didn't like mm-hmm. it was just like just I you. wasn't with my because I probably was going to sit next to my sister, but it wasn't me consoling or it was just like my mm-hmm. it was like almost as though i was at the funeral by myself because okay. like i said i was sitting by myself and like my i had two of my other cousins on the side and me so yeah. it was like yeah and i was at the we was at the very very front row <laughs> of the church <laughs> so it was like it was just my personal experience and uh-huh. was this your first time being a father it was my first time being a Paul okay, 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 and okay. um okay. yeah man my mom man shout out to her she gave a very like everybody because i was like hey, I say, I it's, it's, it's kind of like you just you feel what you're gonna feel, man. Yeah. And like, dude, it's like I went up because I we had to go like we was the first people to go to the casket and stuff. So naturally, like, mm-hmm. cry. Like it wasn't like a hard cry, but it was like it was just like one of those. It, 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 you, but my thing is like how you say is like I was just letting myself feel whatever yeah, I felt, bro. bro. I wasn't trying to like hold it in and yeah. suck it up and oh, that. That's like, bro, my grandmother just passed. Yeah, I got I can't be a gorilla all the time. Come on, like, man. You gotta take that you gotta take that uh, S word off sometimes. Yeah, man. Man. <laughs> I can't be trapped within the confines of my masculinity. Take so. that jacket off, man. Bro, so I was just like <laughs> I was just feeling what I was feeling. Bro, if I felt like crying, I cried. Yeah. And then it was like it was like everybody like they had a few people give speeches. It was like the kids, grandkids, and somebody else gave a speech. And and then like a cousin gave a speech. Mm-hmm. But it was broken up like that. So like my my cousin, she gave a speech for the grandkids. My mom oh, gave okay. a speech for the um for the kids, kids. and then mm-hmm. uh, my cousin gave a speech. I guess for like the other side of the family. And oh, like okay. you know, they they stuff was good, man. And like um, she was like world renowned for like you know she could she could she could she could cook, but like the bacon thing, like she made chocolate pies. Me personally, I was never just into the chocolate pies because I don't like straight chocolate like that. But man, that banana pudding, man! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember you swearing by it. Yeah, I remember you swearing by it. I remember with you... no yeah. Jello packet and with whipped cream on it. Nonsense. Nah, it, nah. Was, it was it was different. And you know the thing about that is, I um, I had planned on like. Letting her teach me how to make it third, like the next Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. Because I was like, man, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get in my baking bag and stuff now. And like, I was uh-huh. like, I was planning on 
like letting her teach me how to you know go through the ropes on how to make it and stuff because it's a lot of stirring and yeah it's it's an art and, and it was like i don't know that kind of just made me think like man you never like time ain't guaranteed and you just never know how long somebody got right and stuff right 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 so that really made me think that's why anytime i hear banana like that's like the only trigger i got right now where if i hear i probably just yeah. break down because it's so tired. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, food, it holds that place in my heart yeah. anyway. And it's like, it's certain foods I associate with different people. Like, yeah, yeah. Like my uh, my aunt that passed away, she made a, a lemon cake that was on a different level. And then my grandma <laughs> now, it's the banana pudding. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's, it's, it's just about here banana pudding. But other than that, I'm fine. But anyway. I mean. So. I don't know where I was in the story, but I was at the funeral. Oh, and everybody gave speeches. They right. was good. Then my mom gave a speech, and she was like, "It was a it was a beautiful speech because it wasn't sad. At I wish all. I could. It wasn't. Heard it, it wasn't about being sad. It was uplifting, and she was joyous. It like and it, it like elevated the yeah, yeah. It was it was different. It was I. It was probably the, one of the greatest speeches I ever heard in my well, life. Shout, to be honest, man, shout out to him. It was different. Like I said, it was uplifting. It's like it's nothing to be sad about. My grandmother lived to eighty seven. She lived a Bro, full life. That's a like, full life. That is a full life. And she was saying like it's not you know she lived right you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you believe in what you believe in what we believe in mm-hmm. we feel that she's going to a great place mm-hmm. and she was like. It's nothing to be sad about, and right. she just gave a really uplifting. It was nothing sad about it. It was, yeah. It ended in a shout. That's <laughs> oh, a shout. Okay, a shout like shouting, like because okay. it was okay. Not, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Our shepherd, yeah, yeah. Praise, it yeah, praise, it yeah, praise. yeah. Because it, it, it was one of them type of speeches, yeah. man. She yeah. turned that thing upside okay. down. Okay, right. oh, I wish I would have seen. And it. then, like, because uh, my grandmother, she's from Geneva, Texas, which. That's a Give a reference point is by St. Augustine, that's, Texas. That's real East Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her wishes was to be buried out there because that's where she's from. And her, like, people our have. people got like land out there still and they got like their own like cemetery out there and stuff. See, that's cool. And so we went out there and that's what I was saying. Like, we had, I hadn't been out there in, like since high school. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, which is like a two hour job, drive after the funeral. And it was nice because they was like pointing to me like my mom and because mm-hmm. my mom and uncle rode with me and my sister. And they was like pointing to like they remember going out there when they was kids and like mm-hmm. land markers and stuff. And we like, used to do this over there. And they were saying, oh, that's what I mean. It's just country. So it's this. They were literally just pointing at points of the parts <laughs> of the road. Like but it's they no, still remember that. Though. Yeah. That's yeah. So but it's like. Wild. It ain't like no store right there. Yeah, like no, it's nothing there. It's just like a spot. On yeah, the, and he just said, man, I remember I tried to walk, and I was like, man, I'm going to find me a store. And he's like, I got there, and I was like, ah, I'm turning around. Yeah. After walking miles. <laughs> no, it was real cool, though, man, being out there and seeing that. It was like, because I hadn't seen that in a while. And mm-hmm. Then, when, like I said, we still got family that, like, because there's a lot of land, that, like, mm-hmm. so it's still, like, some houses out there that some mm-hmm. of our family stay in. So it was mm-hmm. like. Once we got there, it was like a little quick 30-minute thing because they mm-hmm. had already did everything. Then we went and mm-hmm. we, like, went to one of the family members' places that live on the land. Mm-hmm. And we just ate, fellowshiped, and came home. And it was cool, man. Like, I mm-hmm. I like how, like I said, like, we was just talking about that just made me just think about, like, how we deal with, like, death and stuff because it's like everybody got their own process. Some people right. want to be left alone. Right. Some people need to be showered with love. Right, Some people right. want to, like, some people want to like recreate feelings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, recreate. or they gotta like share stuff. Cause mm-hmm. me, that was like, I just stuff that's really extremely personal to me. I'm not like mm-hmm. crazy to share like on the internet and stuff. Like, like I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like that's just not my thing. I just don't. I don't think to do that. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't make no R.I.P. Po- like everybody do yeah. they different. Thing. I'm just saying for me, it was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just actually like dealing with stuff in real time and like that. Everybody do what you know help them, but mm-hmm. me, I, I just it was just me. I just needed time to myself and just to mm-hmm. think and work myself through <laughs> you know the emotions. Like you said, honestly, just feel it, man. Like I say, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I had any anger or like resentment. Yeah, anything. it wasn't like we ended on an argument and mm-hmm. now, I had to, to worry say, about yeah. that. you know like the last conversation we had was our regular pleasant conversation so it wasn't right, right. filled with no regret or anything it was right. just like somebody that's been in my life my entire life is gone it's gone, man. It's gone. that's what I say like 
That's why I wanted to ask you, like, how you deal with deaths. So, like, well, thankfully, I will say this. I haven't had to deal with too many close deaths. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. a difference. Right? I, I've been to a lot of funerals. Mm-hmm. Didn't always know or have just the strongest connection with the person that did, that was deceased. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first one was just probably just Reggie. You know what I mean? That was that was the first close yeah. death I dealt with, too. Yeah. I mean, and before that, I went to funerals, and it was like distant cousins on the other side. Yeah. Or, or it, like, it was either that. Or for me, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But it was either it was like either a distant relative mm-hmm. that I really wasn't close with that I might see few, uh, once every few years or on something. a holiday, <laughs> or it was someone that was older that like I really didn't really know at all. Yeah, but they were older. They so. was older, so it just. But that was the first time that somebody that was young, yeah. somebody that I had just spoke to that yeah, day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm that saying. That was what blew my mind. I was like. I'm like, oh, he was just talking. Yeah. He was just asking me how do I how snapbacks fit on my head with all that hair on my head. <laughs> but we were literally talking outside the field house about Subway sandwiches. That's because that's what he had. He had a Subway yeah. sandwich. We was talking about the Subway sandwich. But I don't know with me and death. So so every time I've dealt with it, it's it's felt like a new thing because I don't have a lot of practice with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I can be honest with that. I don't have a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of practice with grief, mm-hmm. but I do have a lot of practice with like. And this kind of go back to what I was saying earlier. Just like, um, recognizing my feelings and recognizing what I need emotionally. You know yeah. what I mean. So I do have a lot of experience with that, and it kind of like you know it bleeds over. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. It goes back and forth. Uh, so with death, it's just like <clears throat> when it first happened. Like deaths don't. My my most recent one was my uncle, my mm-hmm. uncle Carl. So I've had three close deaths, two close deaths in the last three years. Mm-hmm. It was my papa mm-hmm. and then my uncle. Mm-hmm. So uh, both times, like when it happens, I be like kind of like the realization of it don't hit me until like later. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me for Reggie. Like when it happened, I was just like, what? I kind of be like. I wouldn't say shock. It just be like limbo. Like, yeah. Okay. It's just blank. Mm-hmm. And then it's nothing. Then give me like 10 hours, you know, maybe the next day, then all the feelings start rushing in. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? He ain't going to do this. We ain't going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, what I find. So I try to find comfort in a couple of things. I try to find comfort in my relationships, relationship to them. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I know me and Reggie, we was close. Like, we, we chopped it up. Had a great time. Laugh, did a lot of laughing together, things like that, trips together. Yeah. He was always at the crib. Boom. I mm-hmm. know me and Reggie was solid. I know he could. He was able to close this chapter with knowing me and him are cool. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my papa, you know? Same thing with my uncle. Yeah. Uh, so I just be needing time to myself to just mm-hmm. – to just dis- I got to decipher those things, and that's a very first of all that takes a lot of mental labor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Second of all, it kind of requires me to be away from people because I got to have a very internalized conversation with myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what helps me filter out the feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I filter it out, um, and then once I'm done with that. I, I do share my tears. I'm the type of person, like, I share my tears, and when I'm kind of done, I'm kind of done, um, except at the funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't cry until I get to the funeral. Mm-hmm. I might cry, like, the night after, the night it happened, then there's no crying. Then at the funeral, I'll probably cry because I just look at, like, the representation. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? That's what gets me. It's like, yeah. dang, all these people love this dude. You know what I'm saying? I love mm-hmm. this woman, blah, blah, blah. Um, so me and death, we, me and death and grief, uh, I kind of found healthy ways to to deal with it. Thankfully, I had mm-hmm. like I had enough time in my life go by to where I was faced with a lot of emotional hardships before death happened. If that makes sense, yeah. So like I've been broke, I've been we've been evicted, we've been kicked out of you know what I'm saying like. Yeah lights off and stuff like that and yelling and breakups and stuff like that. I went through a lot of those things before my first close death happened. Mm -hmm. So 
although those those feelings were strong, they weren't foreign. Yeah. So I think I was thankful. Like mm-hmm. if I would have had a close death happen to me at six, I'd probably be totally different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wasn't able to grasp that yet. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I, I was able to grasp that. So that's how I deal with it. Yeah. That's how I deal with it. I think yeah, I think I'm the same way. I just I just be needing space, man. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just space, bro. That's that's the main thing. And then it's like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like, mm-hmm. like it, it's 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 really about me just like processing my feelings and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not just in a rush to like tell people either, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, because you know I didn't even like a, like make an announcement. It was like well, a lot of people you, didn't even know that. Yeah, I was gonna say if you knew, you know, but it's like a lot I'm of not. Didn't even know but that. it's not about. But but like I said, for me, it wasn't about like broadcasting. Yeah, or trying to bring attention. It was like mm-hmm. no, this is something that's extremely personal to me. I'm just trying to work through these things. If you know, yep. I only think I need for you. You don't need to do anything yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. just yeah, yeah. Let me have my little space and yeah. You know, if I reach out or something, that's cool, you know, but I don't, you know. Just. You know, you know, it's crazy. It's like, um, so this kind of mirrors what happened with uh, my girlfriend when she had tested positive for COVID. I didn't tell nobody the first day. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell nobody on my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it seems to be like when you make those announcements, Mm-hmm. People flood you with questions. So what you gonna do now? How you feeling? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And a lot of times, bro, to be honest, most people we're just not ready to talk to nobody else about that because we're mm-hmm. still dealing with it ourselves. And like I say, it's, yeah. it's it's different for different people because some people need that one around mm-hmm. but me. I just need time to process yeah. it. My like I can, I can like I say I, I feel I feel like you know, just just going through life and stuff. I feel like I'm a pretty strong person. So it's like it's not. Right. What I need is just space. Like I, I can get through it myself. I just need the time and the, yeah. the space to do that. Like I don't need to be mm-hmm. getting I'm, bogged down by people just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hitting me up with yeah. random day to day life yeah. stuff. Like <laughs> not right now. You not know? right now. Yeah, yeah. But, but I will say this: I do actually like the family gathering aspect too. Like when we do, my bad. When we do finally get together, I do like that. Um, like the post funeral, like how you say everybody's at your grandma's house. I like that too because, like, I like to see the shared feeling of like appreciation for somebody. Like, okay, I don't know. Like when my uncle died, I was happy to, although in a weird way, I was happy to see like that, like my other uncles cared and loved them so much, like mm-hmm. we did, and like of course my grandma, his mother, and my mama, his little sister. It was just good to be around that because sometimes that for me it can help me decipher what I'm post what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm over there I'm over there like tripping just chilling. Like when my uncle died that weekend, there was a lot of time when we was at my grandma's house and it just got quiet and everybody was just sitting there just like just drinking or just like doing whatever they do. But it got like quiet for like seven minutes, mm-hmm. and I could feel like everybody. Was thinking about the same thing, mm-hmm. but everybody else was like everybody at the same time was deciphering feelings. Yeah, and then one dude to say something like, "Well, that's just how life go," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then everybody be like, "Yeah, yeah," you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody would say that. Like it'd be quiet, and one dude to say that, and then everybody be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true," yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it, and it's just. I don't know. It just felt like a collaborative effort, you know, mm. at that time, and, and I liked it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's so tailored to because each person needs something different. Like yeah. some people might need like just love and support just well, to get through it. Oh well, yeah, some people just need to ball their eyes out yeah. and just. And I'm gonna say that was the thing for me. Like it mm-hmm. just would come in spurts. Like mm-hmm. I just be. I'd be good, then mm-hmm. something just randomly triggered, and I just. Bro. That'd be the Break scariest. down again, and then I'd be good for maybe a day or two. Mm-hmm. Then something happened, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like for just that personal experience at my grandmother's funeral, like at the end, bro, it was just like an overwhelming feeling of peace came over me there at the go. end. Like it was like it wasn't like no like subtle. Okay, it was like I just felt like some type of feeling of like extreme comfort and peace like 
Mm-hmm. Like where if stuff was moving, like kind of, it just all settled. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, I was like, and from then it was just like, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. like, it wasn't nothing. It was like mm-hmm. an overwhelming feeling of peace came over me. But yeah, it's always different and stuff. And like I said, I guess I'm blessed to say that I haven't had to deal with too much close stuff, but that's mm-hmm. kind of how I like to do it. Just kind of mm-hmm. just by myself. And then once I'm, Mm-hmm. Okay, and then processed it, and I can go be around others. But mm-hmm. that's why I said I think that was good for me too, because I didn't instantly go home. I stayed up here to kind of like, because yeah. you know everybody grieved differently, and I didn't want to get in the way of anybody or you, somebody might be on edge or mm-hmm. ill, you know, because yeah, 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 yeah. people deal with stuff different, man. And I think you just got to figure out what worked best for you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes to grieving, because and. That's good um, because there's actually like studies and like research that says like it's good when you can like pre-grieve almost. Like the Mm -hmm. time you was out here in Dallas, you was able to like grieve, grieve before even going down there. You know what I mean? You kind of got a head start on your process before actually just seeing it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Opposed to someone like your mom that kind of was dealing with it in her face since it mm-hmm. happened, you know what I mean? And, you know, with the siblings and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just taking the guess that she's probably played a lot, played a big part in, like, getting a funeral together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, they don't even get a chance to really, like, go through their feelings because they too busy setting stuff up, making mm-hmm. calls and stuff. Like, I, I, I know we kind of dealt with that with my papa, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. getting everything together for the funeral and stuff like that. And my uncle. Yeah. That when like finally came, um, well I I was able to grieve up here, mm-hmm. but when it finally came, like my mom and them who had been working so hard, they didn't even really get to just feel nothing until after, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and also the types of deaths that happened for my family, man, my close ones, except for Reggie, because that one I just would never understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, that one. That one, I was just, I just don't know what, yeah, you know, I don't know what that was, but people like my papa, who was kind of like battling his sick, his different, you know, ailments mm-hmm. or whatever. I got peace in knowing that he didn't have to deal with that no more. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, that's what I say too. Sometimes it's like, bro, it's like, yeah, was, like I say, somebody older or they dealing with a lot. It's like, yeah. what was their quality of life, life like at like, the end? Yeah. Hurting and in pain yeah. and stuff. It's like it's like bro. It's almost selfish to want them to stay, stay here just yep. for the sake of you when you know like it's time. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? it's like they can't or they would have a better life. Yeah, or they're not mobile and yeah, just, it's just like, in pain, and they just just mm-hmm. trying to get through the day is a mm-hmm. task for them. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so I find I found peace in that, yeah. um, and I think an even deeper. Well, I think another point that I think that has arisen in this episode is just like I'm old enough now to where I just I'm not going to run away from feelings. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe when I was 12, you know what I'm saying? Or 13. Like 17, 18 for me. Yeah, 17, 18. I'd probably, but I I don't know. Maybe I didn't want to look weak in front of people and cry. Or maybe I didn't want to let y'all know that I didn't have a grasp on my feelings or my emotions. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't want nobody to know that I was mad that something happened because that could be weaponized against me later. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? These are all different factors yeah. that could have happened or played a part in me and probably did play a part in me running away from feelings when I was younger. Like, yeah. if I felt mad about something like back then, I was just like, Keep it inside. I probably talk to myself in the mirror or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But just let it bother me internally instead yeah. of just vocalizing. Instead of just being like, "Look, y'all, I'm I'm pissed off right now." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, be you know, some people did that when they were young. Yeah. That we were friends with. They'd be like, "Bro, y'all, I'm pissed off." You know what I'm saying? Uh, now that I'm older, it's just like I I just don't want those type of emotioned or ignored 
or mishandled emotions or things to like grow into something else. Yeah. Am I saying you feel lighter when you just get it off? Yeah. Like, just get it off your chest. Man. Yeah, bro. Like, even like at the fishing trip, I was just like, I talked like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Like, I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I'd rather say that and then just instead of just letting it just build up, yeah. drive home in silence and yeah, stuff like now that. You irritable. Yeah, I'm irritable. Like, well, you know. Yeah, the first time somebody. Bump me, I flash out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it to grow into that. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's on a very superficial level, but I don't want it to grow into nothing else, like internally, like depression or something. Like, yeah. like man, I never speak up whenever I'm mad. People just get to walk all over me. Well, mm-hmm. part of correcting that is just speaking up whenever you, you know, you feel something. Like, bro, I'm pissed. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to tell you I'm pissed. Or, mm-hmm. or like, I'm sad right now, but it's just not what I'm just, you know. Yeah, and that's okay, too. That's okay. Like, I don't know. I guess that's what I would want to convey the most to anybody listening. Just like, bro, just, I'm telling you, it's just much better when you just Deal with your stuff head on, bro. Yeah, like, feel what you need to feel. Feel what you need to feel, bro. If it's grief, if it's anger, and because, bro, I was, I was pretty pissed for a, a, a good majority of the week. I think I'm just now getting to a point where it's just like, you know, what I'm saying it's good. And 28 is not even a big age for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we thankful for every year on this earth, you know, hallelujah. But yeah. I think we're just more tied to me planning everything. Mm-hmm. Getting it together, having like my close friends, even when y'all weren't able to make it, my close family members, because Jazz mm-hmm. and DJ are pretty close to me too. Doing something I know we all would enjoy, and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to deliver. Yeah. That's really where the that's really where the the knot in my stomach is coming from. It's just like because mm-hmm. I pride myself on delivering on things. Like if I set mm-hmm. something up. And I and people trust me to set it up. I like to deliver, and when I don't deliver, it just makes me. Uh, it just gets. Yeah. It makes me really frustrated. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now, see, this is that's a twenty eight mature way of saying it. Seventeen year old Jews are like, man, that shit was whack. You know what I'm saying? I just <laughs> said that. I just be like, man, that shit was whack. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Instead of just going through my feelings. Mm-hmm. Recognizing where it's coming from and then vocalizing it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. But rest in peace. Uh to to you uh to your people. I'm trying to find a song. So Yeah, man. This has been episode thirty seven. Six. Seven. No, thirty it's thirty seven. Seven. Do all the things on all the things. Uh yeah. Till next time. Till next time. You know you dead wrong Up in the club and you left your man home You couldn't even wait till we got to the bedroom I know it ain't good But these hoes gon' do what they want Pull up in the Porsche, no rental Low key, now she on me Know the star shit, fucking with your mental Wanna be my tenderoni Now we chillin' poolside for the night Hollywood sign, now you caught up in the lights Trigger, baby, I'ma do you right Don't make me have to tell you twice I fuck them all the time, but you know I never wipe them uh, Real nigga, no lie, man, I swear these hoes trifling uh, But I'ma give her what she like, beat it down like Tyson to the bed.